Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Puckcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials, and we're going to be talking about the prospects in the Canadian Eastern Division. So let's get it started right away with Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials. here in a little while but it's great to have him back gary graves gm of the boston colonials and speaking about great prospects we're talking about prospects here uh that's one team that has a lot of fantastic prospects so welcome back gary how are you i'm doing great ian thanks for having me uh, back again and uh and i just i just love talking about prospects and uh actually just coming back from the chl prospect game it kind of pumped me uh pumped me up to look at uh, more prospects and uh and what a better way to to kick off a show than uh, to look at the Canada East prospects. It's going to be uh, kind of a fun event or fun evening ahead, I think. so. It sure will be. Uh, and, of course, we, we always go alphabetical here when we're looking at these. And so that takes us to the far east of Canada and uh, the Acadia Grizzly Bears. Never sounds right to me, but it's starting to starting to catch on a little bit more, the Grizzly Bears. But uh, the Acadia Grizzly Bears, of course, Guy Flaming. You want to p- talk about uh, uh, Guy's top five that he has listed? Yeah, sure thing. And uh, and it's funny because we're we're doing a prospect show, uh, and we're going to start off with uh, with Guy's team, who actually does a prospect show. So one would think that Guy knows prospects, and uh, and based on his top five here. And I'm sure when when you get into the top ten, we're going to see why he knows uh, or or does what he does in, in terms of that prospect show. So let's kick it off, and and we'll go through list one to five. Uh, his his number one guy is Brock Faber, um, beautiful prospect. Um, uh, and and the, the next followed by Phil Tomasino, another prospect which I think could even perhaps uh, see upseed uh, Brock Faber. Um, Shane Pinto. Uh, Brendan Brisson and uh, and fifth uh, Michael Anderson. Um, that's not a bad top five. Um, I'm, I may have put somebody else ahead of uh, Michael Anderson, but uh, I'll let you read off the uh, the top or the, the the following five, and we'll see if 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 the one or two of those guys that I think could 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 even potentially go in the top five uh, are, are there. So uh, over to you. Yeah, absolutely. And and so I have six through 10 who he had listed. But again, this is from a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if he's changed this uh, yet. But uh, here, here are his six through 10. And a fantastic six through 10, to, be, to say the least. Uh, at six, Zachary LaRue. At seven, Mad Sodgard. At eight, Alex Tessier. Uh, at nine, Dylan Garand. And at 10, Andrew Peake. Did you have anybody else that uh, might fit into where, that group? Where in the heck is Logan Stankoven? He didn't trade yes. him, did he? <laughs> no, he did not. He still has Logan Stankoven. He's I have a big star beside his name down in the <laughs> in the prospects that he does not have listed in his top 10. And there are a lot of prospects that I found that could fit in anyone's top 10 uh, that he has on the outside. And yeah, Logan Stankoven, like you mentioned, uh, I could move right up in this list. Uh, 
right i'd i'd put him right up there with brendan brisson right in the uh four spot like right around there is where i'd have uh stan coven with Bre it'd be tough to call between those two for me but uh yeah oh for sure and and then i i seen like he had players like kaylin addison uh yeah. alexandra texier uh jack jury um and, and it's funny i think there's a bit of a theme with with when you look at geese prospects and and i suspect it's it's because he he covers a lot of these uh various leagues uh, such as the you know and ncaa uh and, and especially the whl uh, a lot of his guys come from uh either the w or or uh or or ncaa right uh, uh it's it's he seems to draft a lot of players out of those leagues um even even a guy like joss lapina who uh you know, recently signed his ELC, leaving UMass, right? So uh, uh, he's he's got a fantastic group of, of prospects, uh, you know, from uh, Damon Hunt, Tristan Robbins, um, Adam Beckman, Trey Fix-Wolanski. Like, I know you, you probably have more. <laughs> like, just incredible. Oh, unbelievable. Noah Cates, uh, I saw that he's playing on the first line in that other league, uh, <laughs> right? Lately, yeah. he's uh, he's made the first line in that in that um, Matthew Phillips, who it was funny though, when I the first time I met Guy, with, I had just entered uh, the SICHL. It was before the summit, and there was a group of us from Edmonton that were meeting together with Mike to go over kind of some of the stuff for the what we were going to be doing for the summit and stuff that Mike had planned there. And uh, I mentioned to Guy, I said, "Oh, I, I saw you have Matthew Phillips there on your team. There, I wouldn't mind." Uh, wouldn't mind picking him up for me. And we've had talks, you know, very short talks, but talks a number of times. And he, he will mention to me, you know, I still got Matthew Phillips if you're interested. And, and I'm like, I am interested, but um, never, I've never actually put a, put an offer down on him, but yeah, that's another guy for sure. Um, guy that, uh, that I think will surprise a lot of people, Ayrton Martino, uh, not too talked about at the last draft, but boy, uh, that that guy has some talent for sure. Um, you mentioned Stankhoven right away. That one jumped up. Yusuf Alamaki. Here's a guy who um, who is a a really good defender. Um, can move the puck well. Is I don't know about it. Like his speed has never been top notch, but uh, but he can move the puck really well. Think the game really well and. Uh, I know that I wanted him at that 2017 draft, and uh, and 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 he took him right before me. Um, but you you mentioned uh, Kalen Addison. Kalen Addison, he's he's in a logjam uh, in that other league, but could like could really play on most teams um, in that other league. Uh, Wyatt Kaiser is one that jumps out at me as well, and Dylan Sandberg. You know who hasn't played. Uh, the number of SICHL games to get off this list, but just turned 25 in the SICHL, who's having a fantastic season, breakout season, is Eric Comrie. Now, he's not eligible <laughs> to be a prospect on this list anymore, but Eric, Eric Comrie, um, if, you know, if this was a couple of months ago, easily could have been on this list somewhere. So, uh, so many guys. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a wealth of prospects, man. Like, <laughs> uh, even when I looked at Michael Anderson, like, you know, and I can see why he has him at number five, like the, the the big minutes he was playing with LA and and LA's got a a plethora of defensemen in in their system and uh, and and obviously he's on L, uh, you know LITR right now, but um, but he was playing uh, you know first line minutes with with LA. So I mean I kind of and I and I don't know if people put together lists sometimes with with kind of 
guys that are uh, ready or there or 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 just based on talent alone. But like, but the obvious miss was was Stankoven for sure. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Totally. And but the the numbers of players that easily could have made anybody's not just top ten list <laughs> but top five lists. Um, oh, for I, sure. I don't think I've seen this. I don't think I've seen this anywhere else. Of uh, just the sheer mass numbers of great talent that he has here. So, of course, it's Guy, right? And, and it's what we expect. But, uh, but you know, he just keeps doing it year after year after year after year and fielding a great team at the same time in the SICHL that is extremely competitive every year. That's why he's won the most championships. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> we, we've pumped uh, Guy's tires enough for, for one day right here. Uh, oh, let's move sure. on to the Freddie <laughs> Express. Frederickson Express, of course, Mark McRae. Uh, our fearless leader, the commissioner of the SICHL. And wow, what a start to his list. Why don't you go ahead with his top five? Well, and I, I will read off his, his top five, but um, the, the first name that kind of stuck out to me was, was his number five player there in, 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 in Jokoharu. And, and I think that was more of a pump up the tires on Jokoharu because I, I heard <laughs> that he was... Uh, uh, I think he was floating that name around in various trades at the trade deadline. So I'm not sure if he built that that list on on what he could potentially move at the deadline. But uh, but but starting off with with Jack Hughes, that's that's not a really uh, that's not a bad start uh, on any uh, top five. Um, and and Jordan Kiru, who is having a, a phenomenal season in the other league, could easily you know um, upset Jack Hughes right now in terms of what what he could look like next year. Um, in terms of a, a potential re-rate. Uh, at three, he has Ryan Lindgren. Um, four, Connor McMichael, who uh, seems to be in his first full uh, other league season and uh, uh, not you know, not outperforming anybody, but I, I think he's, he's, he's definitely a, a good prospect that, uh, that will you know, uh, we'll pick up as, as his career moves on. And then at five, he had uh, Joe Gahar, who, who, like I say, I think uh, was there to pump up the uh, his deadline moves there. I could be wrong, but uh, who who do you have for the his his bottom five there? So looking at that top five and then going into his top ten, here's a team that when Mark is putting his list together, it really looks like he is going by readiness. Any uh, sorry, no, SICHL yeah. readiness. Who's going to be the next man up kind of thing? So obviously number one and two were 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 gimmies right there in yeah. Jack Hughes and Jordan Cairo, but. At six, he has Dyson Mayo, seven, Thomas Bordelow, eight, Owen Tippett, nine, Dylan Holloway, and ten, Kevin Ball. And for me, um, maybe, I do, maybe I do my uh, prospect list a bit different. Maybe I'm looking for uh, who's going to be the number one guy in the end. But, uh, but I have Dylan Holloway easily moving into number three, the number three spot there for myself. But... Um, and a bunch of great players at six through ten there, especially Owen Tippett, but Dylan Holloway being the being the strongest in my opinion. Oh, for sure. And like like I said, I had highlighted some names that I thought could, you know, either be top five or, or eventually be top five. Um, mm-hmm. with with Holloway, Zary, and and Bordalo. Uh obviously Jack Hughes and McMichael and and Kiryu, um, Kairu, uh, if mm-hmm. I, but uh, but he's other than that, I mean, he's still got a lot of decent prospects that. Uh, that could also be in other top tens for sure. When I look at uh, you know uh, Emil Vero, uh, Michael Benning, uh, Antonio Stra- uh, Strange, Strange. Mm-hmm. He's had some uh, highlight goals this last week. 
I know it was like end to end, two end to end rushes, almost the exact same mm-hmm. uh, goals, eh? And uh, just uh, amazing speed. And even Oleski, he put, he put, I can't even say his name, Hepo Niemi, yep. um, and, and Jack Strednica, uh, his, uh, his boxing guy. Um, but yeah, that means some fantastic prospects there, right? So, and, and two, and, you know, and I'm kind of wondering if you had highlighted them as well. Uh, I think were potential steals from last year's draft um, guys that I kind of had on my list and, and was kind of hoping that they would follow me in Ty Voigt and, and Matt Bay Petrov who are having mm-hmm. fantastic D plus one um, seasons in, in the O, right? So. Yep, for sure. Matt Bay Petrov was, uh, was there for me for sure. Um, Connor Zeri was not in his top 10. So that, again, that makes me yeah. think he's going by readiness, right? Um, yeah. Connor Zeri yeah. easily makes that top 10 for me. Uh, another guy, Alec Regula, uh, a good, really good young player. And, and he's put up, he's put up some really good numbers in the AHL, if I'm not mistaken uh, this year. So uh, Benjamin Goudreau is in net. Uh, yeah. will be, will, but he doesn't need to worry for a while with Vasilevsky back there, but uh, Benjamin Goudreau, I think he'll be uh, Canada's um, goaltender at not this summer's World Junior. That is, of course, the replacement of la- the the Christmas World Junior from past. But yeah. but uh, but next year's World Junior that we were just talking about. If it's in Ottawa, you might be seeing Benjamin Gaudreau, um manning the pipes for Canada at that tournament. He's <laughs> what a Knock group! On wood. What a group! And Knock of course, this is the team that's number one in the whole in all of the SICHL right now. So, uh, so he's the number one team in the SICHL at the moment, and this group of prospects. Yikes! And and, and don't forget Gunnar Wolf Fontaine, one of the the greatest names uh, out yeah. there. Uh, and played well, played well with Northeastern, yeah. Yeah, and a player that just graduated for him is Maxime Contois. So, so <laughs> you know, he's <laughs> I just came off the list, and so another great pick by by um i mark. i traded him to mark oh okay well don't, that, don't another ask. great pick by <laughs> gary in boston but uh oh, when did, a bad trade, when did you trade him? Well, i i traded him in the pasternak deal which i, I oh. don't even want to talk about i don't even want to revisit it's so it's, pasternak and come to uh, yeah okay all right well let's move on then please <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move on to hamilton the Hamilton Steelhawks and Chris Fatiki. Um, why don't you get started right away with uh, this group that is an all-star group? It's not bad, eh? This list. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, Kent Johnson, uh, who he picked up in the uh, in the last draft, um, a really good player. I like him, and uh, and part of that big Michigan team um, that that's filled with star- like studs. Um, Jamie Drysdale at, at two, uh, Jake Sanderson at three. I'd probably flip those because I think I have a little more, uh, uh, what do you call the soft spot for Jake Sanderson. And uh, and uh, at four, another fantastic defenseman in Cam York. Um, his The only pick I, I thought would perhaps uh, his number five there, uh, Janice Moser, Moser, Moser. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I felt that there could have been a, a different five there, but um, but a fantastic four for sure. Uh, curious right. as to what the rest of his list looks like. Sure. Well, number six is maybe a guy that could have fit ahead of, of Moser, but um, Yegor Chinnikov at number six, Matt Kirstad at number seven, Tyson Forster, another guy that could move up that list at number eight, 
uh, Danila Klimovich at number nine, and Zach Sachenko at number 10. Um, anybody on the outside of that list that you might might move in there? Well, I actually didn't. If if no, maybe I read this wrong. <laughs> I was looking at real life stats. No, yeah, I like. Uh, I definitely had uh, Chinnikov, uh, like probably uh, in the, in the top five for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that would have been my top five. Probably Kent Johnson. I, I don't. Know, I'm not saying this is the order, but Kent Johnson, Drysdale, Sanderson, Chinnikov, and Cam York would have been my top five. Yeah. Um, and then followed by like a, a Klimovich and and a Forster. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has some some other decent prospects after that, and you know, and Tristan Braz and uh, Cole Hawkins and, and and some others. But I think I think the 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 seven I mentioned before that were were probably his his best group, and I and I think that this is only the start of of what will be an amazing top ten in a year or two, and especially with all the picks he has coming up in. Uh, right. 2020 you know this this upcoming draft and the next and year's the next draft, draft so yeah both so, both of the next two yeah and and some big you know i wouldn't say graduates but but the young guys that he has on his roster like jason robertson and tolvanen and romanov and and cal foot there some decent yeah, players guys, there right so exactly and and <clears throat> this is the deal with a team that is in this situation where they're rebuilding like this these guys <laughs> that get rated this year they play Right. Yeah. They, they are they are playing for him. So they got they graduated already. Right. They've got 69 yeah. games under their belt each, I think, in Roma, Romanov and Tolvanen and Jason Robertson. I was looking at those three for sure. Uh, all graduated just recently. So some really high end guys that that just graduated uh, that may not have graduated on many other SICHL teams because they'd be they just wouldn't be playing so much in on the their SICHL team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three guys I also I noticed that did not graduate yet: uh, Jaden Strubel, yeah. um, William Villeneuve, and Kirill Kirasanov. That uh, that are some nice prospects that Hamilton has as well. So I might move like Strubel in ahead of Kirstad myself, but but a nice list there for Hamilton for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. And and like I say, I think it, it's going to be a whole lot deeper after the summit drafts. So. Yes, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on now to Montreal, and we have Kazim Hussein, and he look at his top five. Yikes! Uh, and there's another team that's uh, that's right up there in the SICHL. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. I was like, that's that's actually a pretty good uh, uh, group of prospects, and, and and considering he has a really good team now um, as well, right? So this is just uh, some some bonus uh, to me is like it's almost like bonus stuff kind of like uh, in a situation where you got like a Frederick and Express right so just uh, or even Acadia where you have all this bonus stuff in your in your system like starting with uh, Jesper Wallstadt which I think was was a, a great choice um, even at six overall where he took him um, fantastic numbers I believe in in the uh, uh, in the uh, SHL um, yeah. Uh, Cole Caulfield, who's been on fire, I think, as of late. Um, uh, Gabriel Villardi is at three. Nicholas Hag at four. And Philip Gustafson is at uh, five. Um, I know Gustafson has, has struggled a bit uh, as of late and I think has been sent back down to Belleville. But uh, I think he's a guy with, with upside. So uh, I don't know what the rest of his top uh, ten looks like, but I'm curious now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, number six, he has Sasha Pasterjov, uh, Rudolf Balsers at seven, Nicholas Wad 
eight, Jamison Reese at nine, and Vladislav Firstov at ten. And uh, that that there's just a name that uh, you gotta love is Vladislav Firstov. Uh, Firstov, <laughs> I think that Reese could have been a little bit higher on this list. I really like Jamison Reese. Um, but anybody else stick out at you that, uh, no. that didn't make this top ten? Now, either I highlighted this and I didn't check if he traded him, but I had Tater or Naderbach, but yeah. uh, Naderbach, but is, is he still have him? Because he does. I he think does. he could have made that list mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, and I and actually, I love Pastajov. I mean, I wanted him, um, <laughs> but but couldn't get him where, where I was picking. So, um, and I know he has some others, some decent prospects, some Red Savage and Jack yep. Carr and uh, and a few others there, right? So, uh, and actually, he he. He got Bear Hughes and Joey Keane by trade. I think I like Joey Keane. I think he's uh, showing some upside with Carolina there. But, um, yeah. And Jack LaFontaine actually just yeah, signed. Yeah, Jack LaFontaine uh, in that, well. absolutely. Um, I think I think he has a bit of rebound control, and, and he's uh, – but I, I think he's in the mix there for, for you know, with uh, with my guy, Coach Chekhov, and uh, – Coach Chek- – I can't even say his name anymore. Kachikov. Um, <laughs> and uh, – but uh, yeah, I think those are some decent guys. Uh, I, th- I think with his, like I say, a lot of his has graduated over time, and he's just got a fantastic uh, team uh, that he built. I think from the ground up, just just seeing how quickly he built it is amazing. So, and that's kind of what I want to where, where I want to be someday. Where the mm-hmm. the the prospects I have in my top five and ten are, are just guys that are ready to to eventually take that next jump, right? So. You know, Chasm hears that compliment a lot, actually, because I've mentioned that to him to the, uh, before, too, and said I really wanted to do what he was doing. I saw what he was doing when I came into the league, and, uh, and yeah, he, he just continues to do it, right? He just he has guys falling. Like, look at those top two in Jesper Wallstead and Cole Caulfield, and you can put those up against any top two of anybody yeah. for their prospects. Um, just insane. Uh, so good. Uh, Connor Mackey, I know that he's uh, 24, but he still make he still could make this list as he's under the age of 25. He's the next guy up, I know, in the NHL on on a on a deep defense group in uh, in Calgary. Um, so Connor Mackey, uh, I think it could make could make that list. Uh, maybe push first off. Uh, also, Sebastian Aho. Uh, it was funny, Sebastian Ajo, I don't know if it was last night, or, or well, when Carolina played um, the Islanders, uh, Sebastian Ajo scored, followed by Sebastian Ajo scored right after that. But of course, two different players, no relation at all, in fact, from two different countries, uh, so from Finland and Sweden, so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, the, when you mentioned Niederbach and Red Savage, both those guys uh, will be battling again at the World Juniors this summer. Um, the re the replaying of the World Juniors this summer. So both those guys, you know, Niederbach, it, I was playing for a Sweden team that doesn't have so much down the middle. Niederbach should have a huge role there. Niederbach, a great playmaker, and uh, and should have a huge role at center, with surrounded by some great wingers on that Swedish team. Red Savage. Um, Really nice pick there by Montreal, I thought, by Chasm at uh, at the hits draft. So, <coughs> excuse me. Really well done by by Chasm. I'll let you oh. talk for a sec. <laughs> no, for sure. I don't. Did he mention the? Did you mention if if Ustamenko's goalie was on the on the top ten? I can't. I remember. didn't. I didn't talk about him. No, yeah, and he's he, not in there. 
Because yeah, I know he's he's played eight games in the AHL, so I mean, there's just another guy in the system, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, always good to have, and 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 it never hurts to have goalies that are in the system and, and ready to come into the to the GHA and and work their way through. So um, sickening, sickening. Can, well, <laughs> after all a, the injuries a, this year, yeah, <laughs> you need <laughs> goalies. <laughs> well, what a segue to our next team, uh, the Nova Scotia Schooners, and Eric Schneider, the GM. Uh, Eric, of course, has has a great group coming up. Uh, wouldn't expect anything less. And then, you know what? The, Eric has actually moved a lot of players and and picks and all sorts of stuff in the last uh, in the last year. He really is pushing for that three peat. Of course, the two time defending SICHL champions. Uh, why don't you get us started with Eric's top five? Well. I, I was apparently part of that uh, that contra or, or or some of those trades that that became controversial. But I know that uh, just looking at his top five, and I'll read them off now. But his his top five and ten probably, uh, as you said, took a big hit in the last year. Uh, and I know three three names that that stood out that that are off this list now are Peyton Krebs and Helgi Grands and. Uh, Joshua Roa. So, um, but his his big, uh, I thought that was a great trade at the before the draft there, and getting the eighth overall, mm-hmm. and and getting Simon Edmondson. That's that's a fantastic pick um, by Nova Scotia there, uh, and a guy that will eventually be uh, a stud defenseman and and be on his team, which is kind of sickening. But we can't skip over Nova Scotia, can we? Or we have to do this? Okay. Uh, I, guess we, I guess we need to. <laughs> <laughs> number two is uh, Kirill Marchenko. Um, number three, Albert jo- Johansson. Um, Johansson. Uh, number four, uh, Danil Tarasov. Um, and number five, an undrafted player, Logan O'Connor. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know what the rest of his top ten looks like or if he's even filled out a complete top ten, but let's see. He has, he has, you know, of course, Eric, uh, staying up to date with everything in the SICHL. Um, we have at number six, Emil Benstrom, uh, number seven, David Gustafson, number eight, Brett Murray, number nine, Jacob Peterson, and number 10, Emil Heinemann. Uh, some great players in that, in that six through 10 there. Um, you know, Jacob Peterson easily could move up this list, and he's been actually starting to get hot in the uh, in the other league. Uh, so yeah, and of course Emil Heineman just made has moved twice in the in the past year in that other league, but uh, he is going to turn into a really good player, and and really will be very annoying for a lot of people to play against in that other league, and of course annoying for people in the SICHL <laughs> to play against. But uh, Eric, I often find myself. Um, really jealous of a couple of his picks because he goes right takes a player right in front of me um he he jumps in there he he notices i'm picking and he's just somehow has my guy that i was i was like licking my lips and um just saying yes i am going to be able to pick this player kriel marchenko (laughs) right there right in front i was waiting on him so (laughs) upset with that one my first draft daniel tarasov I wanted Daniel Tarasov in that in that uh, round so bad, and boom, he was gone. So, uh, so two guys that uh, and and it doesn't stop there. There's a lot more. But uh, anybody you noticed that wasn't that weren't in his top ten? Oh, I thought some. Looked? I thought some players that that can eventually be there. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, definitely Kuzman uh, and and Brabenek uh, of Charlottetown. Uh, he's he's putting up good numbers. Um, Jacob Brabenek and uh, uh, Jan Jan Bednar, Jan Bednar uh, of yep. the the T10 uh, is having a phenomenal season. I think he's got the most wins in the queue. Um, okay. He's got a 23-8 and four record, 2.69 goals against average, and a 9-12 save percentage. So he's having a a pretty good year in the queue. Um, and I know you mentioned uh, Gustafson, um, Samuel Johansson. I think I can't remember if you mentioned him or not. So, um, and I, and I think another potential uh, outside dark horse is that Liam uh, Dower Nielsen, um, who's in the Swedish Junior League there uh, for Lunda. So, um, yeah. a, a guy that uh, has fifty points in thirty-four games. So um, he's a smaller, I guess, smallish forward, but. You never know, right? So uh, take swings. I think that was actually one of the guys I wanted to take a swing on. And, and you're right. I think, Eric, kind of uh, guys that are on your list, you're like you're thinking that you could get, and, and he swoops in. Because even, even I think the funny thing is, last year he had zero picks uh, going into the draft, and he ends <laughs> up with a bunch of picks. And I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> uh, but he made it happen, and he and, and you're right. He does steal some of some some players sometimes that you, you really want, so. Yeah. Uh, another one of those guys for me was Alex Campbell or Alexander Campbell. Um, I really like him and, and he grabbed him in his draft year, right? When I was thinking I could grab him, but uh, Nikolai Kovalenko and Matthias uh, Emilio Peterson, another one there for me as well. But you know what? This, this group has shrunk for sure. Uh, no, uh, Eric has, has made no bones about it he is going for it he's going for that three-peat and he has moved a number of prospects um to get there and good on him like that's uh, that's fantastic you'd love to see it you love to see people going for it and uh and we will see it's gonna be tough he's in he's in tough this year that's for sure but uh he's looking pretty good he's got the league lead uh but but he's still in tough because he's got to come out of that incredibly tough canadian <laughs> division and uh <laughs> So we'll see. Let's move on. Why don't we? How about the Ottawa? The Ottawa Slammers and Pat Booth. I'm I'm kind of thinking based on the fact that Patrick Harper isn't in in North America anymore that that he probably hasn't updated his list in a while. Um, <laughs> so he let, we'll start off with with number one, uh, Greg, Gregory Denisenko, which isn't mm-hmm. a bad player to have at number one. Um, followed by Damien Giroux, uh, Patrick Harper, as I had mentioned, at three, uh, Lucas Johansson at four which I thought was pretty good. Uh, and Dimitri uh, Sem- Semikin at, at five. So I'm, I'm hoping that he's either uh, at least added some players to his bottom five or, or but we can maybe uh, help him along and, and uh, give him some ideas. He does <laughs> have a bottom five. There's definitely one or two players I can give right there's now that should be, or three guys that should be there at least in the top five. But... Yeah, there, there's two guys to me, and they're not in the top ten. He does have a six through ten, and the two guys that I'm looking at that could be one of them could be number one for sure. I bet uh, you the have the same player. Close to number one or two, <laughs> but uh, but anyways, uh, let's go look through it. The six through ten: uh, Samuel Hood, uh, Philip Berglund, David Bernhardt, John Saint I- Saint Ivany, and Linus Lindstrom. Yeah. You know who I noticed he's missing. Dustin Wolf, yeah, and Zach Ostapchuk. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably said that wrong, but Ostapchuk. Yeah, but I, uh, Dustin Wolf. I mean, 
You know, in the other league, he got picked in the seventh round, the fourth last pick in the draft yeah. in that other league. Uh, he got picked in the fourth round in our in our draft. Really yeah. great pick by yep. R- Ryan and the Shamrocks. <laughs> um, in, in the fourth round, I was I was really upset. He went uh, we went there, but that's okay. Um, and then and then I find out he's in he's in Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, he and you know what? I thought that was a fantastic trade he made when he traded Backstrom because he's got Dublin's first in 2023 and Wolf. And I think this is probably the start of a rebuild because I think he has all his picks in 2022 onward. So, um, okay. I think that would be, and I think I would have probably had Wolf at number one, um, mm-hmm. followed by Den- Denisenko. But I also would have had in the top five probably Isaac Bellavo uh, uh, from mm-hmm. Gatineau Olympic, uh, and uh, Philip Lindbergh, a goalie um, who's now in the AHL. Uh, but uh, and and as you say, Ostapchuk, who he picked pretty high in 2021. <laughs> That and seemed I like a panic. I don't move, have, <laughs> and I don't have it in front of me, but I think Beliveau was a great, like a seventh rounder in, in the SACHL, if I'm not mistaken. So if that's the case, what a great pick that was. Um, you know, there's a name on this. I ha- I can't. I mean, I know this is a prospect <clears throat> show that we're talking about here, but there's a name on his on his team that I I can't believe I hadn't noticed before. But did you know that the Ottawa Slammers have Michael Schumacher? No, <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, what? This is. Incredible. I think I think I, I remember. This? I think I. How remember. did I not know that the Ottawa Slammers have Michael Schumacher? That is <laughs> that's that was the coolest thing that I saw when I was researching all of this today. Is that the the Ottawa Slammers have Michael Schumacher? Good on you, Pat. That's fantastic. I did have some others, like I say, that could have probably been in his top ten, like you okay, know, John Saint John Saint Ivany from Boston College. Well, he was, yeah, he was number nine. Oh, he was always oh, number nine. Sorry, um, and Matteo Constantini. Did you say he was in? No, he did the, not make his top ten. Uh, he's uh, he had some decent numbers, and uh, you know, you you in North Dakota. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Emil Martinsen Lilleberg. Did you say he was there, defenseman nope. in the SHL? And Jakob Malek, who's uh, put up some really solid numbers in the second highest level of, of the Czech League. And uh, and actually, he was uh, on their World Junior Championship team in 2022, which okay. maybe he comes back in the summer. I'm not sure, but probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's prospects there's, there. But I, yeah, but I more think than you the, think. That's awesome. The, the start of the rebuild, I think, is, is, is really probably where he should go now. <laughs> Do you think Pat will go rebuild? He should, and I think he, he might, uh, given now that he's got, you know, the two first-round picks in 2023, and mm-hmm. which could be a fantastic draft. And uh, and uh, and like I say, he's going to seem. I think he's going to the summit with all of his picks, and that'd be kind of cool if he if he ends up going. So that would be great. Excellent. Yeah, yeah I'm really looking forward to. <coughs> excuse me, meeting Pat. Okay. Let's move on now to our final team in the Canadian Eastern uh, Division, and that is the Toronto Metropolitans, Chris Baker. And uh, why don't you get started with Chris's top five? Sure. And uh, and um, I know it looks like Chris hasn't updated his in a while, too, so given that he has got Andreas England at number four. But uh, his, his number one pick, he has listed as Nicholas Baudouin. Um, number two, Rodian Amirov, who was a fantastic pick when he picked him in 2020. But uh, the sad news, I guess, obviously being the, the brain tumor and, and hopefully 
hopefully that can be um you know taken care of and that he can play hockey again someday because uh, i think he'd be a fantastic player to have on on any team and um but we'll see what happens there so and uh three had timothy uh lil jagren um who is uh every leaf fans uh dream defenseman i'm sure and uh andreas england like i say a, a former i believe former sense pick um which which i don't even think he's in in North America anymore, it could be wrong. Uh, and at five, he has Lucas uh, Vegdemo. Um, so I don't know if he's rounded out as top 10, but uh, take it away. Yeah, okay, so he has, I only have another three after that for him. Uh, there was a graduation, or two graduations, in um, in Barrett Hayton and Cole Lind. So those guys will have just come off his uh, list. And so I don't see anything in their place, but they might have been updated since I've since I've been able to see it. Um, and that is Noel Hoffenmeyer's at uh, I guess six, then uh, Logan Stanley seven, and Luke Prokop uh, in number the number ten spot. Um, there's a name that is just screaming at me to move <laughs> to the top of this list, just screaming. And it could I move think, to the top of a number of lists, actually. I think but. five of his picks in 2021 uh, <laughs> could be there, um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah. But, go, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's, you know who it is. Yeah, Brent, Brent Clark. Brent Clark <laughs> goes right to the top of this list, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Spiridonov could make this list, I think. And Jager Sokolov, for sure. I think it would make this list actually up, uh, probably into the number... Uh, I'd say number four spots. Uh, well, if you're putting Brent Clark at one, then then um, Sokolov probably the five, in my opinion. But um, I, I really like Sokolov. I think yeah, he's a big, big scoring too. winger, but I, I think he just needs some skating improvement. But like I said, the guy's just lovable here in, in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and he works hard, and uh, he's just such a just a fun guy to be around. I know. Um, I thought, like I say, even like guys like Chase Stillman, Vincent Iorio. Ryan Winterton and Roman Schmidt are all, all decent guys that could mm-hmm. be in this top five, right? Um, or or some of those guys could be in the top five with uh, along with uh, Timothy uh, Liljegren. Um, but uh, in in my bottom, I in, in my bottom side, I had Sokolov on the bottom side uh, along with uh, uh, Prokop and Jack Thompson and uh, and Jack Meteor, um, who I, I I actually enjoyed watching when I seen a couple 67s games this year um, mm-hmm. on the back end. A uh, little offensive spark there. Uh, he's got 26 points in 61 games, but um, and uh, and they even have Caden Primo. Um, I don't think he's made a lot of trades, so I'm assuming a lot of these guys are um, uh, even Nicholas Baudouin, a uh, top 10 guy for me. So yeah, um, and you know Logan Stanley, he had at number nine before the big update they went to number i guess he's seven i put logan stanley up as well on this list uh a little bit higher he's actually played really quite well he's made some really good straight um strides yeah. really good strides in the skating right so he's he's actually uh his skating is improving um and yeah he's like just a monster back there um so yeah i think logan stanley might be that prototypical defenseman that you want in the SICHL in the future uh, so uh, he could be he could be right up there actually but uh, in the meantime like like you said you just hope for the best for Rodion Amirov I just hope he can, yeah for sure yeah get through this uh, get through this well um, just thinking about him of course um, yeah 
who's hockey's second when when that comes around. But so thinking about Rodion Amirov, uh, he easily, he has got the talent to be number one on this list for sure. Um, him and Brant Clark together, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that is all of the teams in the Canadian Eastern Division. Do you have a top three for for all these teams? Do you have a top three? I do. Um, I, I think it's it really comes down to even it just it's even almost like alphabetically it it kind of falls in line with what I'm thinking. Uh, I know the I mean obviously the Bears have a plethora of talent. Um, the Express have some really you know top and and talent and and I know Mark had mentioned first round picks quote unquote in in uh, his segment uh, when he when he talked about my team and a couple other teams like I mean obviously he has some great first round talent and Dylan Holloway Zary. Uh, um, you know, and and Jack Hughes, a uh, first overall pick, and and Connor McMichael was a first round pick uh, when when he picked him up uh, before the expansion teams. I think so. I think we had no, no, you know, we didn't have thirty two teams. He, I guess, he would have been a uh, an other league first round pick. Um, but uh, I, I think my num my number three is probably the Steelhawks, um, which I think will will change probably next year um for sure um well depends on how depending on how he drafts and who he gets i guess but um i think i had i i went with the steel hawks at three um the express at two uh just love the talent and, and even the, the the guys that would be in the bottom uh 10 and and i and I even and i think he's got some sleepers in there as well so and but i, I think ultimately the bears to me are just uh, just a phenomenal class of, of, of players and, and it just goes to show how well Guy can draft outside of you know uh, the uh, like the top 20 uh, he, he a lot of his picks are you know 30 uh, 30 plus mm-hmm. you know and Zachary Zachary LaRue uh, Shea Baum um, you know Josh Lapina Brendan uh, Brisson at 25 favorite 37 uh, Denoye at uh, 112 yeah. Tomasino's 18. That's inside the 20. But uh, Matt Sogard, Shane Pinto, um, Adam Beckman, uh, you know, fantastic picks beyond the the top 20. So um, he knows he knows what he's doing, I guess. Because uh, so that's why I listen to his prospect show um, <laughs> to to, tr- yeah. to try to snipe some of his players. So <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, this doesn't make for the best radio, or sorry, the best uh, podcast, but. Uh, we have the exact same top three. I had three, I had Hamilton, uh, two, I had Fredericton, and number one, Acadia. And, you know, Hamilton, really some real high-end guys. It just, it's not it's not super deep yet. Um, it will be. And, and like you said, that's going to come in time. He's, he's got uh, he's got a couple of years of uh, putting this together. He's got a gr- number of great picks coming up. Um, and he has some high-end talent for sure. But um, it just... It just, I, there's not a ton of forwards there at the moment. Uh, he's got a lot of defensemen, but uh, but yeah. forwards and goaltending, he has one goalie on the list. Go to Freddie, uh, and they have there, you're starting to see a lot more. Uh, definitely, you know, a lot deeper for sure. And he has that high end talent. Jack Hughes, Jordan Cairo. You know, Jordan Cairo is leading his team in scoring in that other league right now. Oh, I know, Jack I know. Hughes in the last, uh, uh, you know, I think 30 or 40 games or whatever, he's at a pace of over a hundred and some odd points in the, in the NHL. And so, or sorry, the Nahal. 
Oh, my bad. <laughs> and then finally, uh, finally Acadia, and it's just it just goes on and on and on for Acadia's players. And you, like you said, he's not picking in the top twenty very often. Um, and look at these guys that he has just over and over and over again. Guys that are just going to come in and make a big impact on on the Bears. And this is why you're not seeing a ton of trades maybe lately from from Guy is that. He just has a guy that just stepped right in after that guy. And he doesn't he doesn't go into free agency and spend much in free agency at all. In fact, I don't know what he spent in the last couple of years in free agency, but that's okay because he just has his pipeline. Um, of course, pipeline um, <laughs> coming in, coming in over and over and over again and do with just incredible talent. So way to go, Guy. It looks amazing. Um, yeah. Gary, thank you very much. This has been a lot of fun. Well, thanks for having me on, and uh, it's a it's a little late here now. It's eleven fifty nine p.m. So uh, <laughs> I did a lot of research today uh, on these teams, and hopefully uh, everybody will enjoy this podcast. And uh, it's been fun being on again. So thank you for having me um, again. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, it's always a lot of fun having you on the podcast, and uh, look forward to having you on again. Okay, thanks very much. Take care. Cheers. Bye bye. Thanks again, Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials. All right, that does it for us today, folks. So if you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you have any ideas for the podcast, please DM me on Twitter at S-I-C-H-L Rockies. Okay, bye for now.